The subject of my paper is reassessing the regulation of obesity. And I think the subject of my paper is very close to what Dr. Kadiwa was presenting. So I should brief my paper because to avoid from any repeating. But I am so happy for this accident because any question on my my paper is the same questions that Mr. Kadivar was facing with. So he, His Excellency, will answer all the questions that the that the audiences are are going to ask for my paper. The freedom of the of, uh, the freedom to choose one's religious belief is protected as a human right in international documents. The Universal Human Rights Declaration 1948, Article Number Three, recognizes that everyone has the right to life liberty and security of person, unquote. Additionally, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, Article number three says, one, quote, one, everyone shall have the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and the religion. This right shall include freedom to have to have or to adopt a religion or belief of his choice and freedom either individually or in community with others and in public or private to manifest his religion or belief in worship observance, practice, and teachings. Two, no one shall be subject to coercion which could impair his freedom to have or to adopt a religion or belief of his choice. Article number 19 says, quote, one, everyone, everyone shall have the right to hold opinions without interference. Many Muslim countries, including Iran, have adopted these conventions and are therefore obligated to extend these rights to their citizens. Nonetheless, in practice, they continue to criminal, criminalize apostates with the most severe punishment, namely capital punishment and Adam. Such laws are based on the juristic understanding of apostasy within the Sharia. However, the dynamism of ijtihad in the Sharia tradition means that the ruling of former jurists does not prevent 
contemporary jurists from reassessing ruling, rulings regarding, regarding apostasy by re-looking at the Sharia sources. In light of this presentation, excuse me, in light of this, my presentation will briefly discusses one, can punishing apostates be evidence from the Sharia sources? Two, if so, is the Islamic government obliged to implement such a punishment? Three, furthermore, is apostasy, apostasy punishable in when it relates to individuals changing their personal beliefs or only in cases where it deals to confrontation with the faithful community. A study on this, a study on the jurisprudential sources shows that the reason of this fatwa is not anything except a couple of hadiths. All they are solitary narration, akhbarul ahad, not mutawatir. Hence, we see that the great Shiite jurist from the past time has doubted in these narrations from the various points of use. For instance, Muhaqqiq Ardabili, a very great faqih of Safavite, of Safaviyya, from the period of Safaviyya, has criticized one hadith concerning, it's very, very famous, concerning the apostasy as follows. Mawassaghi Ammar al-Sabati, قال سمعت أبا عبد الله عليه السلام يقول كل مسلم بين مسلمين ارتد عن الإسلام وجهد محمدا صلى الله عليه وآله نبوته وكذبه فإن دمه مباح لكل من سمع ذلك منه وامرأته ضاعنة منه يوم ارتد ويقسم ماله على ورثته وتعتد امراته عدة الوفاء متوفى عنها زوجها وعلى الامام ان يقتله ولا يستتيب. Ammar Sabati has narrated from Imam Sadiq, peace be upon him. He has raised every Muslim, the apostatized, apostatized, and denied the prophecy of Muhammad. His blood would be wasted. Everybody heard it can be kill him, and his wife should be separated from him, as and his properties should be passed on these hairs, on these ayers, excuse me. His wife should take Idda of this. Imam have to kill him and do not invite him to, to, to repentance, Tawbah. Ardabili says that this hadith 
is faced with two problems. Two problems. One, one is Za'fu Sanad. And two, it is not valid because according to many great men of the science, Rajal, of the science of narration, Ammar of narration men, Ammar Sabati is from Fatahi school, not 12. This was the first. This was the first problem. And the second one. You see that it says everybody can kill the apostate. While no one of Fuqaha can agree with this idea. The orthodox fatwa is that killing of the apostate is in the hand of Imam alayhi salam. Or for example, and not the ordinary people. Moreover, at the end of this hadith explicitly says that Imam should kill him. So there is a contradiction between the above and the end. I would like to add some general points to what Ardabili has said concerning this hadith as follows. One, from the historical points of view, we have not received any valid report by the historian and narrators that at the time of Holy Prophet, the person has been convinced to the capital punishment and killed by him, sallallahu alayhi wa due to apostasy. There are a lots of evidence leads us to the fact that killing the apostates of the apostates has happened after Prophet in the time of the first caliph. In this period, a great a group of Muslims refused to pay zakat. So they were accused to apostasy. The first caliph issued the order of war with them. From this time, the subject of apostasy was raised, but no need to say that apostasy, apostasy in that time has been, a, has been a group of opposition against the Muslim society. While we are discussing on the subject of apostasy by thinking without any group movement and opposition activity, oppositional activity. Is there any evidence for punishment a Muslim? He says that I have studied a lot, but I could not accept the reason of Islam. Is there any evidence? I don't think so. Two, the study of fiqh sources shows that the rule of apostasy, capital punishment, also has been confirmed by many fuqaha, and we can say 
that is a famous fatwa, but there is no doubt that it is not consensus. Moreover, if somebody says that there is consensus, that is not that is not authorized because it can be documented by these narrations which have been discussed about them. Al-Ijma'ul Mustanad. Three, we can reach to this fact that the, to this fact that the basic sources of this fatwa, I mean the capital punishment for the apostasy is nothing except some hadiths and narrations. The hadiths, if we even in, ignore all the documentary in the flaws of, the, of them, undoubtedly they are single narrations. I would like to talk every, I, do, I, I would like to talk very briefly about the validity of single narration as follows. In spite that the validity of single narrations has been accepted by majority of Fuqaha after Tusi, however, all the reasons were shown in the benefit of its validity have been faced with lots of criticism of others. The only reason is trustworthy to ordinary rational con conventions. I don't know what's the tr best, tra best, tra best <coughs> translation for Bana'ul Ogara. I have put ordinary rational conventions, but I prefer another word, bound ra rationality. Perhaps it's better. Mr. Ali Reza Bojani says me something else, but I prefer ordinary rational con conventions. It's trustworthy, Mr. Kadiva, banal Ogalaw. How do you translate it? Nothing else. Khorasani says in his book, Kifayatul Usul, quote, the ordinary rational conventions has been established on the acceptance of single narration when the narrator is on the authoritative person. This is the custom that has been still effective since the past time in all religions, societies, while has not been rejected by all Sharia. So we can obtain, we can obtain its acceptance, unquote. Kifayatul Usul, page, 303. Therefore, the basic reason for validity of single narration is the conduct of wise people. Siratul Ogala. Sira, Siratul, not Sira Ogala. Siratul Mutisharrain, Siratul Nas. While it is too clear that they never consider to the single narration when report bears some very important issue.
al-umur al-hamma. It is clear that anything is opposite to human right. Certainly, it from the group of very important issues, al-umur al-hamma, al-qawaneen ziddu al-huquq al-insaniyya, mutmainan wa musallaman, yu'addu min al-umur al-hamma. And wise people do not accept it undoubtedly. Since these, these points that I reported to the audiences, to the respectful audiences, many faqih, many great faqih, like Sheikh Mahmoud Shaltut, Mufti, Mufti al-Azhar, and many others faqih from Ahl Sunnah, like Dr. Zuhaili, that Dr. Kadiba refers to him, as well as a great faqih in all ages. I mean Ayatollah Musayn Ali Muntaziri issued fatwa against this rule. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.